Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Music for the Curator's Chair. Alas, we lost someone yesterday that I kind of hold a little dear to my life. We lost the one and only Dusty Hill of ZZ Top, the legendary bassist of the band. We last lost him due to, we don't know what exactly, but I'm guessing it, it might have been complications to hepatitis C and or his uh, most recent hip injury. But enough about that. We are going to be talking about one of the band's best plays, if I'm truly honest, and that would be the album from 1983, Eliminator. Now, I'm not going to pull any punches and say this is the worst album they've ever made. Quite the contrary. I like this album. This is one of my favorites. But it definitely has some moments where I don't like it either. But enough about that. We are going to get into it, and we're going to talk about track one. Give me all your loving. Now, I like this song. I like how it starts. It has a nice little bass groove, a little bit of a nice guitar riff going on, nice little drum kick, like just a little a 4-4 kind of rhythm sort of thing to it. But, um, yeah, I like it. It's a classic startup to their music, I think. Next song is Got Me Under Pressure, which, to be honest, I kind of like. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but it's got a nice start to it. It definitely has a moment where I'm just like, what are they doing? But honestly, it's a solid good couple songs so far in this album. And I have to go with my absolute favorite next, which is Sharp Dressed Man, which is the third track anyway. is one of my absolute favorites from this band. And I got to say, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else in between, this song is amazing. It literally describes what the band is up to, what they're get, like what they're going to get done. Like they're basically getting themselves dressed for a night out on the town. Being a top coat, top coat, top coat, like a top hat, and just all this sort of thing, and it's just like white gloves, all this stuff, and they're just saying like at the very end they're looking sharp and they're looking for love. Like it's basically a solid. I don't know if I'd say it's a love song or a ballad. It's just them saying, "Hey, everyone likes a guy that looks great, and their wallet is kind of fat." But that's beside the fact. The next song on this album is I Need You Nine. This one's another love ballad of sorts that isn't too bad, but I don't really like very much. And I have to say, it has moments where I'm just like, what are they doing again? But honestly, it's still a good song. It has a nice little bass groove, guitar driven. The guitar works very well done. But we get to the next song. I got the six, which to be honest, not my favorite on this album. It's very sexualized on what it's talking about. And, uh, well, that's just their groove. They're, they're about the ladies in a sense, but this one seems a little too on the nose for me. A little too immature, but you know what? That's just what they're about. They're a little bit of a macho band from Texas and that's fine I'm not gonna say it's, like I'm not gonna be prude about this album cause I'm not this album's actually not too too bad but it still has a moment where I'm just like what are you doing but whatever the next song after this I do recall is the edited version of for whatever reason because of album music I guess of Legs not the best song in the, in the world but it's definitely got a nice kind of groove to it it's one that I remember listening to a couple times as a kid 
not really knowing a whole lot about it, but it had a nice little boogie rock sort of feeling to it, and it had a nice little touch to it, which felt good. It was nice. Now, the next song that they have on this album, track seven, is my favorite out of all of them, besides Sharp Dressed Man and Give Me All Your Lovin'. And that is Thug. Thug, for whatever reason, I absolutely adore. It just has a nice little groove to it. It has a nice little... Like it has, I think Gussie is playing it very smoothly with that slap bassy sort of thing, but he's also doing like the the flamenco gallop sort of thing that most bass players kind of do, unless they're using a pick. But this one has like a mixture of like the flamenco and a little bit of the slap bass added to it. But the guitar riff in it too, just it has such a really nice, like you could drive a motorcycle to this. And what's funny is this is also the first song that I learned by ZZ Top that I kind of wanted to listen to all day long and not get tired of. Like this was a song that I I, I just didn't know much about. And I thought this is a, this is a hidden gem of a song. And I, I kind of wish it actually worked out. Because this song would have been better to hear played live, which is which sucks. It didn't get I didn't hear it played live when I went and saw them in 2017. Well, that's fine. I just know this is a song that I could listen to and not get tired of. Like it just has that continuous groove to it that works. Frank is working well with the drums on it. It just has a nice little mixture to it. Doesn't really have much of a guitar solo or bridge but it works it doesn't need one the music itself in it is just perfect it doesn't try and pull punches or anything like that it's not trying to be clever it's just trying to be I guess some people that are trying to be thugs in a sense but they're also trying to be clever with it too because they don't try and have a chorus to it or any of that. It's just kind of what it is, but it still works. And it just, I don't know, it, it, it works for me. And honestly, it's a good album so far. And TV Dinners has a nice little slow groove to it. It works to its benefit. It does this, that, and the other thing well. And. Well. If I'm truly honest, it doesn't try and. Like. Push you further into the music. Or anything like that. Tries to keep you kind of closer and twined to it, and kind of say, "Hey, stick around for a couple more songs." But the next one on this album is "Dirty Dog." I'm not the biggest fan of it. It's it's clever, but I never found it that good. But the next one, I've only could flag her down. Feels like a song that's either written by. Billy Gibbons, or written by um, Dusty, but it has a 
a mood to it that kind of works where it's like, okay. But it makes it feel like it's kind of... It kind of makes it feel like it's it's working to its benefit in a sense and saying, you know what? This is what I'm doing. I know there's a girl that I want to see. I want to... kind of uh, chase her down. I want to talk to her a little bit. And this one is one of the only ones I thought Frank Beer was... Oh, not Frank. Dusty was singing, but actually it was more Billy singing. And the next one after this one is Bad Girl, which is one that he's singing on. He also sings on I Got the Six. But it just has such a nice little work to it that works well, and it doesn't try and make itself sell itself short or anything like that it just it works like it doesn't try to um, be different or try and get you to not listen to it it's just it's one of those songs like I said like some of these songs on here are great some of them aren't I would definitely say overall this album has some great hits for me personally I like Give Me All Your Loving I like Thug I like Sharp Dressed Man, I like TV Dinners, and I like Batgirl. So, one, two, three, four out of 11 songs. Maybe five. Half and half. I will definitely still say for a 43 minute length LP, this is not bad. This is definitely a good one that really broke them through into the stratosphere, you could say. It was one. It was one of their biggest, I believe, and it was definitely one that has like a lot of uh, songs that help them have it be the most commercially successful. And there was ten million copies sold in the U.S. alone at the time in 1983. So you know what? Like, it's one of those ones that had a few things that didn't work well, but it worked well enough in a sense. I mean, heck, like it's one of the most recognizable, like artworks I personally think most people can think of off the top of my head like it's one of those ones that just works I myself am probably going to later on later today or sometime this weekend maybe go buy a, a copy of that old that little band from Texas the documentary for CC Top in memory of Dusty Hill but I'm not going to do a review on that that's different that's going to be for my own personal collection to watch whenever I want but I have to give you guys a rating on this. I got to give you an out of 10 for this album. And I have to say, overall, Eliminator by ZZ Top gets a 7 out of 10. I actually kind of enjoy it. If you've not listened to ZZ Top before, or if you're trying to get into them, I definitely recommend this one. If you've listened to them before, but you didn't know where most of their songs came from, like some of their big hits, like Sharp Dressed Man, this is the one you want to listen to. If you aren't really wanting to go through their discography, because they have quite a bit. I think um, overall they have about, mm, I think if I was to look quickly, they have about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. They have like 15 albums. You know what? You don't have to go through all of them if you don't want to. But if you really want to, I would definitely suggest check out Eliminator. And I would also say check out Afterburner. But 
I would also suggest if you are going to check out anything else, I would definitely say check out Trey Hombre's Recycler and if anything else, check out La Futura. That's another one. That was the most recent one. I was going to do a review on this one, but I didn't have a chance to where it worked for me personally. And you know what? Not a big deal. I know the first song on the album is actually a cover of a song called 25 Letters by DJ DMD. And that song, mm, it works way too well for itself. It doesn't try and be clever, but that one, mm, such a great song. But if you are, like I said, looking into ZZ Top and you need an album, you want to get into them, you don't want to go through all their discography to listen to all their hits and whatnot, that's fine. There is the Going 50 Greatest Hits compilation. That one is definitely a good one if you want to get into their stuff that has like quite a few bits from literally from back in the day to 2016 or so. And it looks like it got re-released again in 2019. The one I have is from 2019, apparently. But I know there's some good stuff on there, like TV Dinners, Can't Stop Rocking from Afterburner. Like what else is on there? Jesus just left Chicago, waiting for the bus, beer drinkers and hellraisers, we have a Las Vegas, double back, got me under pressure, cheap sunglasses, legs, tush, Camille you love, instructors man, and of course Lagrange, which I do believe came off of their I do recall that might have been on their first. No, it wasn't from that one. I think it might have been from Trey Hombres. Yes, it was from Trey Hombres. I could recall which one, but I know that's one that I'm glad I saw them play live because that one just that one rocks the house every time they uh, do it. But um, honestly. I gotta say, there's a lot of good stuff on this album, and if, like I said, if you are interested very much so in getting into ZZ Top, go ahead and check out Eliminator, then check out Trey's Ombres and La Futura. If you don't want to go through this discography because you just don't have enough time and you don't feel like you want to just to get into a band from Texas, that's fine. Check out their Going 50 compilation album. That will have some songs that you may not know, but it'll give you some good reason to check them out because this is actually an album that I guess got re-released. It apparently got re-released. It got released in 2016, I believe. That's what it says. And then it got re-released in, I believe, 2019 when they actually did like turn 50 as a band. And you know what? I gotta say. They've never disappointed me at all. Like, there's been points where I just, I'm just like, what are they doing? But you know what? They've done some good stuff. They've done a lot of amazing work for what they've done as a band. And I will definitely say, I will miss Dusty Hill. I will not, I'm not going to say that they're ever going to go away. I don't think so. But I definitely think going 50 which is a 5LP box set of sorts, is something that most people, I think, if you really want to, should check out. It's three CDs, and you know what? It's a compilation of their music. It came out in 2019, actually, not 2016. I don't know why I thought so, but whatever. Apple Music. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, 
I am signing off. And as Dusty Hill would want per his request, the show must go on. So the next album review will be out very soon. There will be two coming out in September. I might do another one this upcoming month. I know there's going to be another Midnight Movie Confessionals next week. So that one will be one you should all check out. And I hope that you all will enjoy it. I'm playing another files or a session series soon. Don't know when that's going to happen, but I feel like that will be happening when it's time. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, this is Scott signing out and telling y'all I got 25 lighters on my dresser. Yes, sir. You know, I gots to get paid. Rest in peace, Dusty Hill. This is Scott signing out. End transmission.